barring unforeseen circumstances, the Republican-led Congress will pass a significant tax cut. This prospect is, depending on your tax bracket, political ideology, and the state where you reside, a cause for either rejoicing or anger. Expert predictions about the effects of this tax cut bill, which will certainly reduce overall federal government revenues, should not be trusted. The long-term outcome will be determined by the unknowable responses of legislators and individuals to both its specific provisions and broad intent, which is to push broad reductions in the size and scope of government by cutting off access to funding. Those who predict that this bill will increase the deficit and drive yet more federal debt have ample cause for concern. Previous cuts to federal taxes during the Reagan and Bush administrations produced exactly this outcome because there was no political will in Congress to reduce outlays to match available revenue. Washington simply borrowed to make up the difference, which has ballooned federal debt from roughly $1 trillion at the start of the Reagan administration to over $20 trillion today. If voters keep electing members of Congress who promise more despite less money in the coffers, the net result of this tax cut will be no reforms and continuing fiscal catastrophe at the federal level. Any drop in federal revenues also impacts the states. Washington's largesse is particularly important to local economies built around schools and healthcare, eds and meds, which are dependent on a variety of federal cash sources and could suffer if the D.C. money stops flowing. Moreover, given the many mechanisms that shift federal dollars into state economies, which run the gamut from research grants to highway construction money to public safety funding, the possibility that the spigot might be tightened is sending shivers down many a spine. If states decide the easiest path forward is to raise state taxes in order to avoid making difficult fiscal choices, the effect of any federal tax relief will be lessened. A lack of political will to cut spending to match available revenue, this time on the state level, will diminish or eliminate any positive effect of the federal tax cut for many citizens. This tax cut legislation is a significant risk for Republicans in Congress because, whether due to sheer economic ignorance or partisan political posturing, many opponents are describing this bill as a tax cut for the wealthy. They are absolutely correct that the wealthiest will enjoy most of the gains, but this is simply because the rich pay most of the federal taxes, about 45% of Americans, in fact, pay no net federal income taxes at all. It's not a conspiracy against the poor, but it plays well with audiences who perhaps slept through Econ 101 in college, and you can be certain that those in government and elsewhere who are worried that shrinking tax revenues might reduce their influence and power will repeat this half-truth, loudly and endlessly. This does not, however, mean that the federal tax code is either sound or fair. There are far too many opportunities for imaginative accountants to find perfectly legal deductions and loopholes for wealthy individuals and corporations that enable them to avoid paying their fair share, and this needs to be remedied. These additional revenues can help to correct fiscal imbalances in critical federal safety net programs such as Social Security, which is in dire financial condition due to the flood of baby boomers rapidly bankrupting the system. One flashpoint for many voters is the status of the deduction for SALT, state and local taxes, now enshrined in the federal tax code, which works out to be an indirect subsidy paid by everyone to those who live in high-tax states such as New York and California. As financially painful as the loss or reduction of this deduction might be for some, it works out to be an immense windfall for the wealthiest, an egregiously disparate benefit offered to those who earn the most. In order to cushion the effect, changes could be phased in over a two-year period, but this is a reform that must be made out of a sense of fairness for all. Sometimes mimimi must be set aside for a greater societal good, and this might also force wasteful state and local governments to reconsider their excessively expensive policies and practices. This tax reform is a gamble, but to continue as we are is a disastrous sure thing more wasted tax dollars and more crushing government debt.